So how often do you get to just spend time alone? How often do you break away from society, break away from your coworkers, your friends, maybe even your partner, and just allow yourself time to think? Most of us don't get to do that. I mean, a lot of times because of our day-to-day responsibilities and all the things going on and the fact that we're around people so much, we rarely take the time to be alone to ourselves and be alone with our thoughts. Today on Quiet Voice, Fearless Mind, we're going to be talking about the power of solitude and why it's extremely important. Stay tuned. Welcome to Quiet Voice, Fearless Mind, a show where we help introverts and aspiring leaders to reach their full potential. My name is Terrence Lee, aka The Introvert Leader. Welcome to the show. So if you're listening to us on your favorite podcast platform, make sure to leave a rating and also leave a review. I love to read every single review to hear feedback on the episodes. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to our channel and also like the video. Leave a comment as well. So solitude, the definition of solitude is actually very simple, very simple. It's the state or situation of being alone, the state or situation of being alone. Now, I would say that society does not often encourage solitude. I think that the way our society is set up from the corporate world to the business world to our social lives, we're encouraged to network. We're encouraged to meet people, to form relationships, and that's what we're pushed to do. Now, all of those things are extremely important. You've probably heard the saying at some time in your life that your network is your net worth. You know, people talk about the power of knowing people, the power of meeting people and forming relationships. Right. And all of that is extremely important. And I will not downplay that. Um, There are some relationships in my life that I've formed that have truly transformed my life and where I'm at. So it's important. With that said, though, I feel like what often gets lost is it's equally as powerful and equally as important to sometimes spend time to yourself. And a lot of people equate this just to introversion because, you know, the definitions of introversion and extroversion have to do with stimulus and introversion. We typically will recharge and get our power from time spent alone. So there's a direct correlation with introversion and the importance of solitude. But There's also importance for extroverts as well. Um, You know, people in general, there's power in solitude and spending time to ourselves. And a lot of people don't even realize that. And when I think of the corporate world and that environment, we're often encouraged to be in groups and to do group work. And some of my best work sometimes, it comes when I'm sitting by myself and I'm able to think. That's when some of the best work comes. Some of the people that I work with, people I've worked with in the past and currently, when they are to themselves and they're able to focus on tasks and focus on things they're doing, they come out with some amazing outputs. I mean, the things that they're able to bring to the table are amazing, but it's because they were able to be to themselves, to focus and to do something. Now, this isn't the case for everybody. Uh, For some people, They prefer to get their creative juices flowing when they're around other people. For them, 
having conversations and bouncing ideas off of somebody else that empowers them. So everyone is different. Uh, but I'll say that oftentimes for many introverts, because of the way we're wired, we often are going to get our best inspirations when we have that solitude and when we're able to work to ourselves. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I think that a lot of people in society just don't understand it. And so that's why it's a topic and a discussion that really needs to be had. You know, you think about uh, music artists, somebody that will have an album coming out and they'll just completely get away from the media, get away from people, and they'll go to some you know far off land, wherever it is, and they'll lock themselves in a studio and they'll just focus. And when they're done with that, they release this amazing body of work. I mean, there have been so many uh, music artists that I've heard stories of them doing this and they come back with this masterpiece, right? But it's because they were able to be in solitude. They were able to focus. There's something that came out of them that when they were around other people or they were distracted, it wouldn't have been able to come out. Uh, my writing process I'm not able to write effectively when I am around too many people or when I'm too distracted. When I'm distracted, it just completely kills my writing process. I need focused attention on my thoughts and getting those thoughts down. If I don't have that, I just can't write. And that's just me, you know, and you might be listening to this. You might be similar where if you have something that you want to get out, if you have some idea you're trying to birth, it's very hard to do if you're not in solitude. So I don't know about you all, but when I think about it, I think the approach to solitude and the view of solitude is very different when we're younger compared to when we're adults and just the overall way that it works. And, and here's what I mean. So when you're in school, you're around your fellow students, right? You're going to the same school. Some of them you're, you know, maybe closer to when those become your friends and you all hang out outside of school. So you form those relationships and everything. But ultimately, every day you're going to be with your classmates and you're going to have these relationships and you're around people. Right. So regardless, like these are your classmates, you're going to be around them and that's what it is. And then you got your friends, too. And then, you know, for those of you that went off to college, you know, similar situation, you might have lived in a dorm or lived in a situation with roommates or had that. And so you're around people there, too. Right. And you go to class and you're around your classmates and that's just your life. And you probably are not or were not in that, that case in the past to yourself a lot. And if you wanted to be to yourself, you might have been looked at as different or weird or antisocial or, you know, you might have been viewed as any number of different kind of ways. I know that I went through that. It's something where there were times and I've talked about this on a past episode, but times that I really just wanted to hang out to myself. I really just wanted to recharge. I might have wanted to just think, but I didn't do that. I would, you know, still hang out. Um, I loved hanging out with my friends. I loved my friends. It's not that I didn't. But there were just some times where I wanted solitude. I didn't know it at the time, but that's what it was. And I thought I would be viewed a certain kind of way for that. 
And because of that, I wouldn't take my solitude. I would still hang out. I would still go out in situations where I didn't feel like it. And that's what I would do. And that's more the, you know, school and college situation. And then you become an adult and you get into the working world or if you're in business or whatever you're doing. And now it becomes a little different. You have coworkers, you have people that, you know, you're still around and you may have those situations. But outside of that, when it comes to friendships and relationships and everything like that, it's a little different now. You don't necessarily have to be around certain people that, you know, you don't want to. Um, Forming relationships, I think, becomes a lot harder because in school you're around this set of people and everything and you just naturally form certain relationships where I think when we're adults, it just becomes a lot harder. Now, if I'm honest, and I talked about this on a past episode as well, but I do desire relationships. I mean, I want to have genuine relationships with people. And as an adult, that has gotten a little more difficult for me. And, you know, I'm actively trying to form relationships with the right people, not just with anybody. Right. So, again, as said previously, there's power in relationship. But when we become adults, that gets a little harder. And so. What ends up happening, though, is now instead of constantly being around people all the time, we might just be busy with our responsibilities. I mean, we might just not get solitude due to the fact that we have a million things on our to do list and, you know, we'll work a full week and then you get home. And if you have a family and have kids, you know, and have that going on as well, that's a whole situation because you have a lot of things to do. And when do you get time? to sit back, have solitude, and be to yourself. You may not get it that much, you know? Now, I'll say that before I, you know, got married, had a family, everything like that, I had a little more time to myself. Um, But even in those times, I would typically fill it with something, you know? Like, I would fill that time with me watching a game, or fill that time with me going somewhere with friends or doing something. I rarely just sat to myself and was just still. I rarely did that. And I'm really trying a lot more just. And I'm really trying now to focus on doing that. I'm trying to focus on finding moments of stillness. And I would highly encourage you to try to find those moments of stillness and solitude as well. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. And we're going to get into some reasons why solitude is extremely important and it can transform your life and make things a lot better. Introverts are too quiet and too weak to lead. Have you ever heard this before? Well, my name is Terrence. And for years as an introvert, I didn't think I had what it took to be a leader. What I learned was being an introvert is my superpower. If you want to learn how to have success as an introvert, then go to quietvoicefearlessleader.com to learn more. So we're going to talk about five reasons that I believe solitude is extremely important for everyone, whether you're an introvert or you're an extrovert. You know, in some of these cases, uh, the fact that you might be an introvert, is going to make it more important. But I truly believe that everybody 
needs solitude to some degree. So we're going to get into five reasons why solitude is important. The first one is that, and all of my introverts, raise your hands high because I know you can feel this one, but we need time to recharge. We need time to recharge. So when we're having conversations and we're going throughout the day and we're interacting with people, it can get draining. It can. I mean, if if you're an introvert, you understand what I'm talking about. It's not that we don't like being around people. It's not that we don't like people or anything like that. It's just that our social batteries can get drained. And so when we get time for solitude, it helps us to recharge. I didn't know this. Like for so long, I had no idea this was even a thing. So when I would be out all day and I would be talking to friends and going to different meetups and networking and doing all of these different things. And I would get home and I would just be so tired. <laughs> and some of my other friends wanted to keep going. You know, they were like, hey, where's the next networking event? Let's go to something else tomorrow. Like, and I just wasn't feeling it. And I did not understand why I didn't get it. I thought something was wrong. I just I didn't understand what's because I needed time to recharge. And so with solitude, we get that time that we desperately need to recharge our social battery and get ready for the next day. The next reason that solitude is very important is that it gives us time to reflect. Time to reflect. So a lot of times we'll have situations happen in our lives and we're going through our day to day and something great might happen. Like something happened today that was great for you, right? You didn't expect it. And it was good. It was some good news you might've got, or something just went really well. Or on the flip side, something difficult might've happened. You might have gone through a situation. You might have something that has been a lingering situation and you're continuing to go through it. But because you don't really get time to yourself, you don't really get to reflect. So you don't get to reflect on the good things, reflect on the bad things, and potentially what you might be able to do to help those things get better. You don't get the time to be alone to reflect on it. See, a lot of people, when they have something good or bad happen, they'll run to people because they want to tell somebody or they want to express it, which nothing wrong with expressing what you're going through, whether good or bad and having those discussions. But sometimes it's also good to reflect in private, reflect in private. You know, I mean, everybody doesn't have to know your situations. They don't have to know everything that's going on. And, you know, you know, if you prefer to express everything that's going on with you, that's okay. You know, that might be you, but I would say for a lot of people, it's okay sometimes to reflect on things to yourself, to think about the things that you've gotten through, to think about the hurdles you've jumped. If you're going through something difficult to think about it, but not dwell in it and not let it overtake you. Right. Think about how you're going to defeat it. Like just having those moments of reflection, moments of reflection are extremely important. And so many times we don't get to do it. We just don't. Life gets so busy. There's so much going on. And when we take solitude, we get to reflect and we get to sit in those moments and really think about the things that are going on. And it truly can help us. 
So the next reason that solitude is extremely important is that we get time to think. Time to think. So, so huge. I mean, how often do we get to just sit and think about our ideas or sit and think about the things we're passionate about? So one thing that I've become super intentional about is this exact thing. I have to have time to think throughout the week. So when it comes to this podcast, for example, I have to take time to think about what I'm going to talk about, to think about these episodes, to think about what is the thing that's going to help somebody out there that's listening. I have to take the time to think about that. Um, with writing, I have to sit and really think. And these things take time, right? So you're probably listening to this and I don't know what your schedule is. I don't know what your day-to-day is, your activities, your life. But whatever it is, the same way that you would schedule an appointment, the same way that you would schedule time to hang out with a friend, the same way that you would do any of those things, schedule a meeting for work, right? Schedule time to think. I mean, you can put it in a planner. You can literally put it in your phone or whatever the case is. Set an alarm, but set some thinking time. And it doesn't have to be anything huge. I mean, it doesn't have to be for you know, hours and hours or anything like that, but consistent thinking time. It's a game changer. I mean, you will be amazed sometimes at the thoughts, the ideas, the things that'll hit you when you just have time to think, eliminate the distractions, eliminate all of the people talking, eliminate the phone calls, eliminate any distractions on social media or anything like that. Sit with yourself and allow yourself solitude and time to think. The things that will come to you, the realizations that you will have, I'm telling you, it will truly be game changing and make it consistent. Don't make it something where, you know, every now and again, you get to just sit and you think about stuff. No, really make it intentional. Come up with a consistent routine for thinking and allowing yourself that time to just get your thoughts out. So the fourth reason that solitude is extremely important is it gives us time to rest, rest. Okay. Now I am probably the wrong person to talk about this particular tip because I am a chronic overworker. I'll just be honest. I think that's just how I'm wired. I am like always working, (laughs) but again, I have had to be intentional about taking time to rest because Our brain needs rest. Our bodies need rest. And so when we're always around people, when we're not to ourselves, we don't get to just rest our brain to just rest our thoughts or rest our bodies, right? Because we're constantly moving. We're going from one event to the next event, from this thing at work to this other thing after work to run this errand, to go do this, go do that, have this conversation, take this phone call. Like it can become a constant cycle of busyness, you know, and where in that are you resting and not just resting at night? You know, there's the whole, I used to be one of those people where there was the whole hustle mindset, right? You know, hustle, hustle, you know, sleep when you're dead, you know, sleep is for suckers, like all of that. Like 
that used to be this mindset. And I used to really feed into that, to be honest. And as I've gotten older, I realize the importance of rest. Now, like I already said, I mean, I do consider myself to be a hard worker. Um, I, I do work a lot, but rest is super important. If you don't rest, you're going to burn out. I've had it happen with myself. It's something that I fight through. Um, and so I would encourage you when you take time for solitude, it's bigger than just the time to think and just the time to recharge. It's also about taking time to rest as well. So your health mentally and physically is extremely important. So make sure you're taking time for solitude because it also gives you time to rest. And the fifth reason that solitude is extremely important is it gives you time to do what you love, gives you time to do what you love. So what is something that you just love to do? I mean, it's a passion of yours. We talked a little bit about this in the creativity episode, but think about that thing. And whatever that thing is, when you are by yourself, when you get to truly focus on it and lock in on it, you get to get into your zone of genius. So thinking about that thing and thinking about the way your life is set up, is your life set up for you to be able to do that thing that you enjoy doing? Do you get enough time to yourself to do it? Or do you constantly feel rushed or feel like you don't get enough time when you do get time to do it? It's not really in the way that you would want or there are too many people around. You're not able to be as expressive or really do it in the way that you want to do it. If that's the case, again, I would say be intentional and make sure that you get your solitude to really focus in on that thing and to really do it in a way that you would enjoy. You know, life is short. I mean, I know I say this all the time on the show, but life is short. And so. We should be doing the things we love and we should be allowed to be in solitude and focusing on those things. Doesn't mean that we'll always be able to. Sometimes we have our obligations, we have our life and, you know, we'll be around groups of people or we'll be in different social settings and all of that's fine. Right. Because those things are important, too. But we have to schedule in the time to do the things we love. And to enjoy doing those things to ourselves sometimes. I mean, one thing that I have started to enjoy is sometimes I'll just go to a coffee shop. I don't even really drink coffee, but I drink tea. And just read a book. Read a book or write. And I'll just do it with myself. I mean, I don't have to have anyone there. I don't need some group. I don't have to invite a friend or, or anybody. I'll just read or I'll write. And so find that thing you love to do. Find that spot you're going to do it and schedule a time and consistently enjoy that activity with yourself. I'll tell you, it'll change your life and you'll enjoy it. So listen, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, I think today's was very important. When we think about solitude, it's something that, again, I think that society doesn't understand. I think that people that enjoy time alone can get looked at differently. Uh, they can get looked at as antisocial or whatever other words people want to throw on it. 
But at the end of the day, you have to do what's best for you. You have to do what's best for you, what's going to put you in the best headspace mentally, what's going to allow you to be creative, to relax, to think, to do any of those things that are going to put you in the best headspace. So sometimes people might think something. They might think, oh, this person is, you know, they don't want to socialize as much or why do they want to, you know, be to themselves all the time or anything like that. And I do think there's balance, right? There's balance between socializing and having relationship and allowing ourselves solitude to be alone. So at the end of the day, it's really all about that balance. So find that balance. Don't worry about what other people are going to think and find what works for you. So before we go, just want to leave with a quick quote that I thought was very interesting. So this quote is by May Sarton. And the quote says, loneliness is the poverty of self. Solitude is the richness of self. Loneliness is the poverty of self. Solitude is the richness of self. So very interesting quote, I thought, you know, when you think about loneliness, we don't want to feel lonely. I felt lonely in the past and it's not a good feeling, but solitude is something completely different. Solitude allows our brain to run wild. It allows our imagination to take hold. It allows us to rest. It allows our thoughts to go to where they need to go. Solitude is healthy. So I would not encourage loneliness, but I would absolutely encourage solitude. And so finding your balance, finding what works for you, being very intentional about finding the time. That is the biggest thing is what is going to be your me time? What's going to be your time where you cut off all the distractions? You're not worried about all the other things in the world. You're not worried about all the obligations and all the things on your to-do list. And you're focused on your me time, your solitude and your alone time. When you come up with a routine for that and make it consistent, it really changes the game. I mean, I'm continuing to work on this myself. Uh, I'm going to be working on this with you uh, and working to get better at it. So, you know, let's find that time. Let's be intentional about it. And it'll definitely change the game. So until next time, remember, there's only one you and there's only one life. So make it count. God bless.